Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Listen, my mom, she's one of those, well, she's a, I'm a lot like her, I guess, because I spent more time with her um, in my childhood, but she's the type, she doesn't need it. Like if, if, she, if her life is functioning without it, then the idea of, of something new and innovative in her life is like unheard of. Like I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, you can get Bluetooth. I don't need all of that stuff in my car. I don't need a Bluetooth. I don't, I don't, cause this is the first, she just recently got a new car and this is the first time she's gotten a brand new car. So she, I don't even need Bluetooth in my, I don't even know. I, I don't even know what that is and I don't need it. Now she in the car, like, yeah, because you know I could drive and talk without using my hands, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you you get the technology. And even now, I'll be finding myself feeling a little bit old, like with this TikTok. AJ asked me to, well, she asked me if I had one. And I raised my eyebrow and asked why. And then she asked me to make one. She said she wants a TikTok. And I'm like... I'm not opposed to it, but I don't feel like learning it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like going through the motions of learning how to edit videos and how, well, I can edit the videos and stuff, but how to do it, how all the kids are doing it now. Like, I don't feel like having to learn that so that I can give her a better understanding of like, uh, bro, that's why I haven't been on TikTok. (laughs) That's why I just watch the TikTok videos on Instagram like a person of my my age. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm 30. But I look like I don't need to be jumping over in their waters. You know, that's how I felt about when old heads started getting Facebook accounts. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing here? I'm not about to just be over there. I'll catch what y'all throwing. I'll catch the flashback while I sit on a porch, the social media porch that has become Instagram. What you wanted them to stay on Black Planet? First of all, my Black Planet, my Black Planet page, was lit. <laughs> okay, I had the sparkly, glittery letters and shit. I had the good Jay Z playing. My shit was popping. Okay, that's number one. Um, but no, I'm. I mean, I've accepted that times are going to change. I've accepted that. I'm at that point now where I get it. Um, couple years back, maybe like four years back, I used to be bitching at Aunt like, yo. You getting so left behind in the times because it's like he just kind of clocked out around 2005, 2008-ish. Like he just was like, yeah, you know what? I'm good with everything I know right now. And it's like pulling teeth. Like, I mean, if there's a new dance move out, he ain't trying to do it. 
if there's any kind of new trend that's out, nope. Like, if he could have his way, it would be between the years of, like, 2004 and 2008 all the time. Like, that that would be the only eras that we exist in. You feel what I'm saying? Well, I live Where, in years. Whereas me, I'm, like, I'm not trying to keep up. I'm just trying to keep up enough to know what's going on. Like, all of them TikTok dances, them savages dances, I have not learned not near one of them. I have not even attempted to do, I attempted to do this one, the hit with the hip swing, because I like that. I like the way that looks. <laughs> Outside of that, all of that hand motions and stuff, I'm not doing it. Okay, that's one thing you can keep. All right? I'm all right to sit on a porch on that one and let time pass me by. You feel me? But I'm not, I feel myself getting, not old, but losing the desire to keep up. Like I, I see where people be like, let the old, let them young kids have their time, bro. I'm at that age. I'm at the let the young kids have their time. I'm at that age now. But you're only thirty. What is going to be like ten, twenty years from now? I'm thirty-one, and uh oh, side eye. She's... Hi. Hi. I heard the footsteps coming, that's why I stopped. You gotta make her presence known. At least she spoke, at least she, you know what I mean, came in and she tried to be quiet. She made the attempt. Instead of like asking me for the apple, she was like mouthing it. Like, you know what I mean? So she tried. I'll give her that. Um, I think she just went to the bathroom. I hope she didn't take them apples into the bathroom. Little kids be nasty, boy, I tell you. Don't but ask. a baby. She doesn't even go through the things yet. What? Go through what things? Who's a baby? She should be fine. AJ is a whole ass fucking teenager in a five-year-old body. She is not nobody's baby. She my baby, but even then, she I'd be like, girl, you can catch it. You can catch these hands. You catch these feet. You catch this attitude, catch all of it. Just out of curiosity, have you been in a lot of fights in your life? Um, not a lot. I'm not really I'm not gonna say I'm not a confrontational person, but usually people like to just be around me because I'm funny. So I don't usually have a great deal of problems. And now in my older years, I don't really hang around nobody to be having no drama. And I don't put myself in situations where there could be drama. So, yeah, no. It's been a long while. You don't want no problems, problems. Yeah, no. I think it's been a minute. The last fight that I can really remember was when I was dating that girl. And she and I fought. But, yeah, no. I ain't got time. For me personally, I don't. I don't like the idea of. However, I do have an understanding and an and an upset accepting of the fact that I do have a short temper and sometimes words don't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the type of person. I'm gonna either try to remain calm and be aware of my surroundings and what's at risk by the way that I react, or I'm going to have to remove myself entirely from that environment so that 
I can remain calm or, you know what I mean? Like I can stay respectable. You know what I mean? Like a, a, not respectable to whatever the situation is bringing, but I mean, as a, as a person, like I can still carry that character. Um, Cause when I show out, I show out. And it's one of those, like, you don't even want to open that can. Like it's better to just leave it alone. And I, from even for me, like, cause once I get riled up internally, it's hard for me to like come back down. So I don't even be like, I'd be looking at things sometimes now and I'd be like, I could react in a way to kind of make this, you know, kind of ignite this situation. And then I'd be like, I'm just too damn tired. And it's not even like I'm tired in the moment. It's me thinking about how long it's going to take for my ass to calm back down. And I'd be like, bro, I'm, I'm exhausted thinking about how riled up I'm going to get behind this situation. Like that situation with the white woman. Who? You remember the white woman in the parking lot. I think I told you that story before. There's so many white women that upset black people. It's hard to tell which one. Yeah, the the white woman who was upset with the driving, <clears throat> with the driving technique that I used to get out of traffic that she was stuck in. Oh. Yeah, she she didn't like the fact that I moved out of the traffic and she had to still be there. <laughs> you, know how, you know how they get. You, you you mean to tell me there's something that you can do that I can't do? Oh no, that's not acceptable. So she came into the parking lot harassing me and whatnot. I feel like I told this story. I know I told it outwardly, like on my socials and stuff, but I feel like I told it on on the podcast as well. Maybe. But, um, yeah, basically, she we were in a parking lot. Well, we were in a we were in a in a in traffic on a two way street, but it was one of those two way streets. You know how they usually are in like little um, shopping areas, mm-hmm. like. The areas of the of the town where they have like you know all the little shops and shit and so we were in traffic i cut out of traffic because there was like a secondary line for if you were going up to turn right mm-hmm. and that had no cars in it so i had space to go around but i wasn't turning right i was going up to make the next left right but it was so many cars because everybody was the line to make the the left like two lights down was very long, Mm -hmm. but they left the intersections open for the municipal parking little, you know, the parking lots or whatever, those streets. So I came out of the traffic, came out into the the right lane, right? Mm -hmm. I go down to the intersection where all the cars are. You can't, no cars are moving because it's a red light, right? So I cut, I go down, I make that left in front of the car. Like I go around the car that's, that's waiting to go straight, but you can't go nowhere anyway. So I cut over and I park. So the lady comes into the parking lot and she wants to let me know how terrible of a person I am because I did that. <clears throat> so I'm in a good mood. I'm getting out the car. I'm about to go into a restaurant, pick up some food. Now I'm, you know, bopping, walking, excuse me. <clears throat> you know, and when you drink something, it goes down the wrong side. Mm-hmm. I'm having one of those moments. Mm. My boss told me when that happens, you're supposed to lift up your arms and it helps with the airways or something. I'll do all of that shit then. Pardon, because I definitely ain't waxed in a while. So if there's any hair speaking. Only me and you going to see it since we put it in some <laughs> That did help, though. That really did help. 
but yeah, so she she's in the parking lot and she's telling me how terrible of a person I am and how disrespectful I am and how I don't care about other people and how reckless that was. So I look at her and I'm like, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> she got hella mad for that. Yo, like she was really upset. Now, mind you, at this point, I'm walking into the store. She's standing at the meter, putting money in the meter, right? Mm-hmm. So the store didn't have what I needed. So I'm walking out of the store at this point. And it's literally like it was walking. Oh, you don't have it. All right, cool. I'm walking out. At this point, she's standing at the meter waiting for me to come out so that she can continue to berate me. She's like, oh, um, and now she's mad because I'm not reacting the way that she wanted me to react. So she's like, See, look at you. You don't even fucking care about other people. You're so fucking selfish. That was so reckless. You're disrespectful. You're like, yeah, she's cursing me out. She's calling me all kinds of cunts and stuff. And I'm like, you know, the first time it was just like, you know, you fucking cunt. You're a bitch. And I'm like smiling, like, because I really was in a good mood. And it was just like one of those. It was funny to me because the first thought that I had was it clicked like, yo. You paid, you got out your car, put money in the meter just so that you can yell at me. Like you had no business over here. You aren't even coming this way. You did all of this just so that you can talk to me. How fucking hilarious. It's true what they say about you people. You know what I mean? Like that, that's what my first thought was. I was just sitting there thinking about that. And then I snapped back into the moment and I'm like, Yo, she's really sitting here going off at me. I mean, she had the whole, I just left my yoga class. Like, just, if there was, I wouldn't even call her a Karen. She she seems like a Susan. You know oh. what I mean? Like, like, the, like, one of the ones who she's kind of quiet in the group. She doesn't really go off. She takes a lot of shit. But when she does go off or gets the opportunity to, she's going the fuck off. Like, oh, the people don't talk shit to their boss, but will talk shit to everybody else. Right. So it seemed like that. Like she had her little yoga outfit on and whatnot. And so like she's sitting there, she's pointing her finger at me, cursing me out and shit. Like I said, she's calling me all kinds of bitches. And then the second time she called me a cunt. So I'm like, ma'am, like I just stopped and I was like, ma'am, I don't know what you want from me. I don't care. I'm not sorry. And that cunt word doesn't do anything to me. <laughs> like, and she just kept going off. I'm like, all right, fine. So now I'm like, let me be smart. And cause there ain't nobody outside. Right. So let me be smart and just go to my car because I'm again, not that bothered. Like she called it, your car, didn't she? If, if, if like, but here's the thing. I didn't even park far. Like it was one, like she parked closer to the meter and I parked maybe like six or seven cars down. It was a little strip, right? So I get to my car, get in the car, set up my little phone in the holster and get myself together, right? Mm-hmm. Put the car in reverse. Now, I'm not really a hand behind the passenger seat when I reverse type of girl. I'm a mirrors girl. I Doing that, I, I don't get the visual that everybody claims you were supposed to get. I'm more clear with my mirrors. So I start backing up. And I like turn a little bit and I see the car coming. So I stop because I'm smart. Like I'm not going to wait until you like one car away to stop as I'm backing out. I didn't know who's, I didn't, couldn't tell it was her car. I just seen the car coming. They were coming fast. So I stopped, you know, stopped coming out the parking spot. She blocks my car in, right? And then she throws something at the car. 
now at that point, that's when I was just like, all right, now I got to remind you where the fuck I'm from. Okay. Now I got to let you know that I am from Newark and that I am a little bit crazy. And I was hoping that we didn't have to go there because it's not going to look good on my end. Right. Mm-hmm. So I jump out the car and I'm like squaring up. I'm screaming in the parking lot. She hauls ass out the like hauls ass, try to take off. Right. Now here's something that I noticed that is why at this point I don't fuck with white women. If I didn't know you before the situation happened and I'm not really too pressed to know you unless money is involved. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of that that she did to me, nobody seen it, right? Nobody, like, it, it was just happening to me, right? I sat there and I took it. She come goes as far as to throw something at my car, right? I get out and I react, and it just happened to be a white couple standing right there. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, it's like she just sat there for a good amount of time fucking with me, fucking with me, fucking with me. And I don't react, you know what I mean? I'm 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 being the upstanding citizen that I'm supposed to be. I'm I'm being well behaved and well mannered and, and, a, and a, a a respectable person. You feel what I'm saying? And she just kept pushing, kept pushing. Then when she violates me to the point where there is a reaction, you know, where I do need to react, now I'm looking like the aggressor. Now it's like, what is this black girl up here screaming about? Because I'm in store, none of this. Exactly. Exactly. Cause it's like I'm 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 black. You know what I mean? That's for one, even though I'm light skinned, I'm black. And if you if you have met me for the most part, you see I have a I would say like a very edged. You know what I mean? Like, like you can tell that I'm not the 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 friendliest of friendly, but I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm already coming off like that a little bit aggressive. And then when you pulled that aggression out of me and then I respond and now it's full fledged. Now I'm looking like an animal. And now that's where they carry that. Oh, yeah. You know, that black bitch is an animal. Do you, you know what I mean? That gorilla bitch, like things like that, like. Now that that negative stigma is attached to me because you pulled me out of character. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's and that situation has never like set like since then like being around white women and it's it, it kind of has me like a little bit fucked up because it's like well you've never really been one to to be about race, but that day it showed me that that's one race that I'm not pressed to be around. You know what I mean? If if I had my choice, you know what I mean? I'm not like, oh, let me go hang with some white women. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm not like it, it might be one or two in there that I that are cool, that I'm cool with. Or I'll be like, oh, all right, I see past that where I or I can see that they're women before they're white. Mm-hmm. But for the most part. Yeah, nah. it's this is it's a that that situation kind of. I don't even remember what brought us to that place, but mm, just taking me back there. Cause child, every, and mm, ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah, cause it's like every time now that I'm even thinking of like there's a there's a situation where it could be something going on with a white woman. My first thought is, okay, when I call the cops, what exactly should I say to make sure, how should I make my wording reflect the fact that this is not my fault? Like I am call, I am calling you for the, for my protection ultimately, because if I hurt her, then I'm going to be the one in jail. So I need to be protected from her. 
Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, how can I, wh- what can I say when I call the cops? Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm not arguing with no white women no more. If there's not, if I don't have a fellow, uh, a fellow um, uh, ally white person with me mm-hmm. to handle that battle, like, yo, get your people, get your people, then I, I'm just going to have to call the police and they can play moderator. But I'm not, because I, I do carry hammers, you feel what I'm saying? And definitely things would have gotten really ugly because I probably, yeah. yes, yes. Yes, and that's why I said like I look like the aggressor. My hammer falling on the ground and shit like it's just like. But hold up, which kind of hammer? Like an actual hammer, or like a yeah, gun? actual hammer. I don't have no gun license yet, no gun permit or whatever. I don't even think I don't even know the laws for that around here. But yeah, I I carry an actual hammer, bro. Just just in case, you know, you never know. If you're going to have to nail something down, you know what I'm saying? If you're driving and you see the roof of a shed flying in the wind, you just want to help them out. Hey, let me nam- let me ha- hammer this down for you. Yeah, there we go. Let me hammer this down for you. You feel what I'm saying? All right, Amari. No. I don't know. <laughs> all I keep thinking is hammer time jokes. I mean, listen, so th- th- that do. Like, there's a... Um, there's this rapper that I listen to. His name is Jid. And he's got this line where he's like talking about he's riding around. And he's like, you know, um, shotgun, shotgun. Because, you know, shotgun is the front passenger seat. Mm-hmm. He's like, shotgun, shotgun. Um, got my hand on my heat. Saying that basically his, his gun's riding in the front seat. So, like, whenever I'm, you know, feeling real about it, about it, or I'm talking, you know, spicy to my friend, I'd be like, yeah, because, you know, I'm about this life. And I'll put my hammer in the passenger the passenger seat take a picture of it send it to him you know and i'll be like i got my hammer in i got my hammer in my my seat he'd be like yo you really have a fucking hammer in your car <laughs> i do <laughs> i do just in case you never know when you're gonna need to you know nail nail something into a wall or something the euphemisms tickle me I'm not even, I mean, they can be taken as euphemisms, but I'm, you know, that's what you do with hammers, right? You you nail stuff to walls. To walls, to ceilings, to the ground, to other pieces of wood. There you go. So that's what, you know, in case I need to nail something, whatever, Amari. (laughs) How was your week? Um, what has happened? Has anything fun happened? Well, my my job may open up again, but they're making us take blood tests. Because of COVID? Yeah, they already tested us once with the probing method, but now they want blood. With that no swipe thing? It felt so good. It tickled. sick, yeah. <laughs> so they tested y'all. Now they're going to do a blood test and then you're going to go back to work? Hopefully, but my back in my mind is thinking, how many people have been smoking weed and are not prepared for this blood test? After uh, what? We've been in quarantine for what, two months? <laughs> yeah. After a two-month quarantine, right? Because I know they're looking for... <clears throat> hmm? No, it's like, how many people, like you said, is going to be ready? 
Shoot. What I you mean, think everybody been doing? Drinking, smoking, and eating. That's all we've been doing for two months. I mean, except for you, who's probably been doing like mad, regular, normal, everyday life shit. I really dislike how you think I'm the most basic person in your life right now. Not basic, just routine. Yes. This makes sense. Yeah, not basic, just routine. I put up the air conditioner my dad left behind. That's what I did. Okay, okay. And it didn't fall to the ground, which is good because this is the second floor. Well, look at you. Look at you getting shit done. All right. Ain't nobody else going to do it. Feeling that cool air now? Yeah. No. 85 degree days? No, because this shit is from the 90s and it ain't kicking like I needed to kick. That shit probably like sound like like it like you know when you start a car, an old car. It does. Let the engine run for a second before it actually catch. It probably on fan for like 10 minutes to get the fan spinning enough to catch the cold air of the you all right. And it's scary because all of my outlets, they don't have a lot of What's it called? They're also very loose. Mm. Oh, oh. So, yeah. but can't you just screw those clothes with a little um, flathead? As much as I did, a little shock is fun to me. That kind of shock. Yeah, that's the kind of shock, pretty much, that I experienced when I was little. While you was doing construction back then. If you want to call it that, I stuck my earring in the socket. <laughs> I was, was watching you. I was in kindergarten. I was literally in kindergarten, in class during that time. Yes. I know, right? Works for some people. Crazy, I know. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, outside of that, working from home, which I'm increasingly hating. Really. My issue is working from home for us is not something that's, for lack of a better word, what's the best way to put it? At my old job, working from home meant you would get stuff from the salespeople, you do it, and you can do whatever the fuck you want afterwards. No mm. guilt. Now I feel like I'm on call. Mm. And on top of that, I have like busy work to do. Mm-hmm. And so, I, of course, I'm easily distracted because I have technically the iPad my two monitors, and then this laptop. That's way too many screens and easily distracted. Mm-hmm. And much less, it's like, my office is two people. Why can't I just go in? I guess. I'm literally, seven, what is it? 15 minutes of a walk and like five minutes driving to get to work. Holly, yeah, anybody I hear you, but it's, it's, I mean, to each his own. Yeah, I think if I were you, I don't know if I'd be in a rush to get back to work. But then again, I was never in a rush to get back to anybody's office. Would you ever do a nine to five again? If I didn't have to. If I absolutely had to. But if I can get around it, no. I have no desire to. It's just not, it's just, when I was there, no lie, like I, I'm not meant for a life of that type of routine. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to be, like, if I'm doing something that's 
gathering into a routine. I want it to be something that is, it makes me happy. It fills me. If I'm going to spend eight hours doing anything, I want it to, I want at the end of those eight hours to feel accomplished. You know what I mean? And I don't, I wasn't feeling that when I was working um, a nine to five, like on those. And I would say like, you know, on payday then, but then at the same time, once you start having real adult bills, payday don't mean nothing because most of your check is gone before you even get it. You know what I mean? Because on the first, you're like, all right, so on the 15th, I'm going to pay, you know, this bill, that bill, that bill. You know what I mean? So you're working to not even get, you know what I mean? So it's like receiving your check, there was no joy there for me. So it's like, what am I doing? Okay, yeah, I'm I'm here eight hours and I'm getting paid to do it. But when I'm getting paid, I'm still, like, I'm not even happy when I get paid. And when I'm here, all I'm doing is thinking about ways to not be here. Have you ever lived on your own out of curiosity? Um, like absolutely by myself, like how you are right now? Yes. No. And Did I, you ever want to? No. I mean, I've I've had, you know, you sit there sometimes and you fantasize about what your life could be like, but I'm not really a fan of being by myself. Like I'm the type, I like to be in a room by myself in a house full of people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like you want like, access. Yeah, I like knowing that there's somebody always around. There's, there's some kind of other energy always around. But I mean, when we lived in Georgia and Ant was like spending most of his time, he was like really working more so up here. It was kind of like me living by myself with the kids and I didn't like that. I had problems sleeping every night. Every night I couldn't get like a good night's sleep. I hated it to be honest. Now that I think back on it, I hated it. I mean teach his own, but But you had the kids. Yeah, but I was the only adult. So oh. like it's still, you know. I didn't like, oh, child, I didn't like that at all. It was like trying to, like, you know, you when you're an anxious person, just naturally, and like usually going to sleep is one of the ways that you kind of calm the anxiety if you're able to sleep. So, like, all day I would be excited as hell about going to sleep. <laughs> all day. <laughs> this is real talk. All day I would be excited as hell about going to sleep. Then lay down to get to sleep. And then, like, I'd still be kind of, like, up or, you know what I mean? Like, every now and then checking on things. Or, you know what I mean? It just was too much. I didn't like it. Did you at least have, like, street noise to, like, give you some kind of... Heck no. Heck oh. no. Heck no. There was no street noise. If there was noise, it was, like, shuffles from, like, the animals like if deer was like shuffling through your backyard or something like that, like it just, it was, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. I, I, I mean, if, if we go back one day, then it's going to be different. Like the, the, cause you know, security systems and things like that will probably help alleviate some of the anxiety, but 
then I, at that point, I just couldn't do it. So now I've never really been in a rush, but I, I knew that about myself though. I knew that I couldn't really, not that I couldn't, but I didn't prefer to like be by myself in that manner. Mm-hmm. Like there was one night when I was like, I was young. I was young, but I was old enough to like stay by myself a little for a little bit. And like, I think my, my my dad and my sister had went to the bowling alley or something and I had came home from somewhere and I was like, all right, then I'm gonna just hang here until they get here. And it was like past 10 o'clock and they hadn't got home, but I was tired. And I was like, yo, I'm not falling asleep till somebody get in the house. And like, they did not come home. I ended up like falling asleep right next to the dog. Cause it was like, yo, I'm tired as hell, but I'm not trying to go to bed if I'm on the only motherfucker in his house. And it was in that moment. I knew bitch, you aren't really built to live by yourself. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. In my ideal world, i.e. my my TV world, (laughs) I'd have like a really big, like either like apartment complex or like a little gated community type thing or something like that where everybody that I fuck with could just be in one spot. But like have their own space, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, have like a a, a multi unit home or something, then I'd always be able to get some good sleep. Cause I know somebody always in this motherfucker. Oh, she likes company. I like the idea of company. The idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just emphasis on that. The concept of it. It's a cute concept. Yeah. Which reminds me, have you been watching the versus battles or have you been skipping them? Uh, I've been watching some of the highlights, skipping most of them now. Oh, even the Bob Dude Jill Scott one? I stepped in for a few of that, a few minutes of that. But here's the thing I didn't really need it. I mean, I I didn't really need it in the moment. It's like, it's one of those like, you hungry now? You want me to put you a plate up? Like, you put me a plate up. I mean, you can put it on YouTube. I'll catch it there. Like, I'm happy that it happened mm-hmm. so that when I do need it, it's available. But right now, a lot of the ones that they're doing, I don't have a direct need for them. Now, Erica Badu and Jill Scott, it was needed for the culture and it was beautiful to see. And there's a lot of people, like I know a lot of people who appreciated it, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that it happened and that when I do get to see it, I will be able to appreciate it. But I just haven't been in the mood to like sit down and watch people play music. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was good classic music though. It was, but see, here's the thing. When I first heard, that they were going to be doing a battle, I just went back and started listening to all the old shit anyway. So it's not like they were performing it, you know what I mean? Or like giving me some new shit or something like that. Like it was just, oh, okay, I heard it, you know, on my speakers, which sounded a lot better, but it's cool. Thank you for that little story that went with that. You know what I mean? Like I, I take that. I don't need a judgment. I'm not judging, I'm processing. Oh, you need a, a processing face thing because that one is more so judgment. It's only because you're judging yourself. Well, 
Possibly. So shall we get into the TV stuff? Sure. I don't even have a time to see how long we've been warming up. Anyway, insecure. Well, I didn't watch that Eddie show, Edie, Eddie, whatever. The Eddie? Yeah, I saved it to my list, but I didn't watch it. I didn't watch that shit either. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, what else was on the list that we were supposed to watch? Insecure. Watch that. You know it. John Henry. It, unfortunately, I watched that. Oh, God, um, yeah, I, I believe you. I believe that you would think that. The wrong Missy. Ah, oh, that's the one. I was trying to watch it. I started watching it, um, but AJ was sitting right next to me. She was in one of those moods where she wanted to watch everything that I was. And so I wasn't thinking it was going to be as <laughs> and it just started getting to points where I was just like, it didn't even get there. I was just looking like, if I was writing this, I would take this all the way left. And because it's, it wasn't an Adam Sandler movie, was it? It was produced by Happy Madison, so technically. yeah, yeah. So that's what I call them, Adam Sandler movies. So I'm like, and because this is an Adam Sandler movie, I know it's gonna go all the way left. So let me go ahead and turn it off. So I got like, I got up to the part where she was trying to give him a handy on the plane. <laughs> it was like, well, what's she doing under the blanket? And I was like, all right, let me turn this off. So yeah, I didn't get a chance to finish it. Um, what about Scoob? Oh yeah, I watched Scoob. I gotta probably rewatch it though. I watched it. I was trying to watch it by myself, low key, and then AJ woke up, so it was like, all right, I'll watch it with you. But she ended up paying more attention to it than I did, so I have to watch it again. But it was cute from what I saw of it. I like mm -hmm. when like old school cartoons incorporate like new technology and shit like that. It's a little awkward, though. It is. And that's why I like it. Because it's just like, yo, you're not supposed to have that cell phone, yo. Who are you calling? You don't <laughs> even know. You hit sin. That's not even sin. You feel me? That's how I'll be watching it. Like. Um, there was also Michelle Obama's Becoming. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch that. I, didn't I, I started watching the first few minutes of it. One day. I can't remember which day. I think it was the day it came out. And it was just a little dry for me in the moment. So I was like, I'll come back to it. People say the book is just the same. Um, well, did you watch it? Do you did you feel it was a little dryish? Well, it's dry in the same way that Beyonce documentaries are dry. It's aspirational. Hold it's up, because like Beyonce documentaries are not dry. To the beehive, they are filled with moisture. <laughs> but, huh, you are pushing it. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself, boo boo. The HBO documentaries were dry. Homecoming was not. I'll accept. I'll accept. And the last one was 18 Presents, the movies. That one, oh yeah, I looked at that uh, the Wikipedia on that one, one of them little things. I said, oh, this nigga got me trying to cry. Not today, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, I won't. I had just smoked, too. I sat down, like, all right, what's this nigga? Here's what I do. I smoke, and I sit down, and I'll be like, what I'm going to watch? And I scroll through, and I'll be like, all right, what I'm, what I'm supposed to watch? And this the conversation happened all the time. Because my sister come down, and she'll be like, well, you know, what you watching now? And I'll be like, well, nothing. What you watching? And she'll run her list down. And I'll be like, yeah, I ain't got nothing to watch. And she'll be like, you know, damn well. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm supposed to watch. Like, yeah, I know. I know, nigga. Like, dang. So, Ooh, I yeah. add one to your list. Body cam on Tuesday, starring Mary J. Blige. 
Oh, I'm in it. I'm I'm in it. You said Mary, pardon me, my und my underboob is itching. Um I can't tell what you're doing at the time because it's dark in your room. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Because I can't see me. I can see you. I don't know what's going on over there. What I look like, which this is bothersome to me. I need I need a good fourth of the screen. I like, mean, you know how if it was four people, how they would have it cut up. Like I need one fourth of that. Like put me in as one whole person. Just throw mm -hmm. that fourth person out. But um, what you call it? Yeah, I'm so Mary. I'm so. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna support yeah. anything for the auntie. Um, anything else that I needed to add? I can swear there was one more that I forgot about. Was it the British? Do you watch South African shows? Not really. Because uh, I was going to say, but you know what? I'm not, but see, it's a hard thing. When you ask like that, it's hard to say. I guess the question would be, like, would you watch? Because outright, I don't. I don't just. To have be like, yeah, I watch South African. Yeah, I love. No, if I'm getting my hair braided, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And there's something playing, you know, I'll sit there and watch it. But like, I don't watch any kind of shows for the. Well, I keep saying that, but then I'll be watching shit. I don't watch any kind of set shows. Mm. I'll say, I don't know. Well, just to put it on your radar. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a show called Blood and Water coming on Netflix on Wednesday. South African show, the second one after Queen Solo. I think that's the name. And it's gonna be about a black girl who lost her sister due to a kidnapping when she was very young. And I think she when she goes to this elite school, she may have discovered her sister. It's not completely sure yet. She has to do some detective work. Hmm. So that seems interesting. You let me know how that works out. It's hoping I actually watch it because every time I tell you what Netflix show to watch, half the time I don't watch it. Listen, I understand it bees like that sometimes. But you know what? Guess what? We still pushing this content, okay? I happened to run past the numbers the other day and I said, Oh, who is that? Who is that? We had like what? Two shows that, that got over 600 listens? Okay. One show that had like five high fives? Okay. So we don't have to watch every Netflix show, damn it. We still getting something out of this. Like we still giving the people something. Oh, and there's a new show coming on. That was excitement. Because it's a new a show. excitement in your arms there, buddy. I know. They won't get to see it because it's saying on video. Anyway. <laughs> you said. So there's a new show coming on UMC called, ooh, I was just typing up the review for the second episode. It is. UMC, that's that black channel, right? Yes, it is. Double Cross is what it's called. Mm. So, and I like it. It kind of reminds me of, I want to say power, but I know it's not like power, but it has that weird urban vibe, but also that kind of suburban living. Let me ask you something. You put on that shirt because you thought we was recording? No, you do realize all of my shirts are like button-ups, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you, you got extra, like, you got this shit buttoned all the way to the top. Minimal. You do realize all the time my shirt is always buttoned up to the top. I'm just asking, like, you, you got dressed for this? You got dressed for me, Amari? No, I'm not a hussy. I ain't showing you much skin. You got dressed for this. You probably was sitting there in those, those, those uh, sweatpants you said that you like. I'm in regular pants. 
Yeah, I bet you probably increased <laughs> increased slacks. I don't own an eye and I got a steel. <laughs> With leather house shoes. No, I'm just in socks because I have my little robot thing cleaning <laughs> out here. We just said you got one of them robot sweeper things? Absolutely. Did you? I remember you saying you was going to get one. I didn't know you really got one. I'm probably going to get a new one that has the double bristles to give this Ooh. to my mom. Ooh. Double. Big baller. It's big money talk right here. No, that's only a hundred and Nigga dropped a, a stack. Nigga dropped a stack on a broom, bruh. Bruh, my you different, bill. yo. You different, yo. I need to be like you and I grow up, Amari. I'm still out here sweeping with a regular broom, bruh. I'm out here getting these regular arm reps in, my nigga. You out here winning. You out here. That shit got a charger, don't it? Yeah, automatically. That's crazy, bruh. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm out here manual laboring this shit, bruh. You ain't even Energizer Bunny batteries out here. Like, you out here with a USB port charger. Does it dock itself or you got to dock it? No, once it cleans, it goes back home. Oh my gosh, artificial <laughs> intelligence, honey. Dang, niggas over there living in the smart apartments and shit. Wow, must no, be trying to get that Alexa through the property. That's what my dad and brother have. I don't must want to be nice, must be nice. I've dropped something on the floor, come sweep it up, and that should just come off. It ain't that smart. No. I must could be- just press the app and it'll do the thing, but it takes like 30 40 minutes. Dang, yo. What else? You you got like an Alice in your house from the Jetsons? That was her name, right? <laughs> Ain't nothing that techy in here except for that machine and this computer. Okay, I hear you. Your Maybe. chair about to turn into a refrigerator and open up. You about to pull out another juice. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you. You can say the bill to do all this is still high. Like, the website is going to cost me $600 this month, seven. It's going to cost you? Yes, because I had overage fees. Okay. I have no um, idea what all of that means. Okay, we're going to break it down. Real- no, don't break it down because it has absolutely nothing to do with movies, TVs, and shows. True, it's just a little dollar. No, you take that to your techie podcast. Because all you're going to get from me is a blank stare and a couple of blinks and then maybe a mm mm-hmm to make you feel encouraged. But it'd be good Mm -hmm. for you since your website. Mm -hmm. But it's good for you to know because your website is back up with two new articles. Oh, yeah. That happened. I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to stick to a, um, stick to my, my, my two posting days. To make sure that I, 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 if I don't post anything else, I at least post on Monday and Friday. Look at you posting twice a week like a YouTuber. Uh, uh. If you was on WordPress, I would say you just go into my service. You don't have to pay for that. Yeah, but I don't like WordPress, and we're not going to get into it. <laughs> hey. I just. Eight open nope. slots to nope. and it's gonna go up to twenty slots once I upgrade. So Molly, right? <laughs> so Molly, can we start with the blood clot, the blood clot conversation? What blood clot conversation? When Tiffany was talking about giving birth and the whole blood. Oh clot. yeah, yeah, buddy. 
I love it when they have those type of black women only conversations in this show. Definitely. Because it it gives you, it gives you, it gives you um, kind of an outline for those who don't know how to speak up and be their own advocate in those situations. It gives you an outline, but then it also gives you a heads up like, Hey, this could happen and you probably will be ignored because statistics show that black women are, seen as you know um less in need of assistance you know in that manner when it comes to strength and that like you know what i mean like they're less their their safety is less questioned is questioned less gynecology that right yeah i think i said that right yeah because gynecology to my understanding was built off of testing on black women i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised at all everything was basically built off of testing on black people. Well, I'm not going to say that because I don't know that to be fact, but you know, they it, it's no secret that we were disposable to them. All I can tell you right now is when the COVID vaccine come out, I ain't going to be one of the first ones to get it. Yeah. No, um, that's I'm a no for me, dog. Don't wait a few years, see what the side effects are. Exactly. Yeah, no. Um, but that that was important and even for me um seeing that like i said it it gives it just gives you a little bit more of a nudge to be like okay it's okay to speak up you know what i mean it's okay to 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 feel to feel i don't want to say it's okay to feel unheard but it's okay to understand that you were being unheard and it's okay to speak up in your defense because a lot of times you know where at black women, whereas we come off as, oh yeah, we speak up, we speak up. People don't understand that a lot of that is because we push ourselves to. It's because we feel like we're we've been belittled or we're so, you know, it's either a defense a defense mechanism or it's a straight up like this is I gotta meet you with this because the person on the inside, I'm tired. You feel what I'm saying? I've been taking your shit all day. I've been taking shit from my man all day. I've been taking shit from the boss all day, handling shit with the kids. I'm exhausted. So I have to meet you with this fire. You know what I mean? Because you don't need to see all of that shit within me type thing. If that makes any sense. I know. I'm going to bring my boss into this. It's kind of like with her position because she's a department head. So she has to exert herself Mm -hmm. while also acknowledging the fact that if she does too much, she could come up as an angry black woman in the process. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's exactly. that weird balance going on it is. trying to speak up for yourself but not live up to some stereotype people may already have of you. That as soon as you open your mouth to speak up, you're an angry black woman. No matter how, even you can say it in the most eloquent, calm, smiling tone, like it doesn't matter the second that you, because it's not how you're, it's not how you're saying it, it's what you're saying in that moment. It's and because it's coming from a black woman. So as long as any, anything other than, yes, I'm okay with what you're saying is going to bring problems. You could be like, you know what, that actually might not work for me. And then you can give a clear answer, you know, that might not work for me. I have something that I need to do at five o'clock. And you know it can't be moved around. Now you you you're the uncompromising black woman. You know what I mean? Because you didn't just take what was okay here. You this is what it is, and this is how it's going to be. Okay, fine. Because it wasn't fine for you, and you spoke up on it. The second that you went against that 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 
what's it called? What's this called? That current. The second that you went against that current, you became an angry black woman because that's just what you are. That's just the stigma that's been attached. And it's easy. It's an easy cop out. Oh, she probably just had an attitude. Or she probably just gets, you know, she's probably in her feelings or she's probably just mad. It's like, no, nigga, I'm just not doing it. That's what that is. And now I'm going to show you anger. Now I'm going to show you that I'm mad because you you trying to make it seem like me like me saying no or me going against what you say, you know, it, it, it's unheard of. Like, it just is the end all be all. No, okay. So now I'm going to show you. Like, it, it, oof, child. That's another thing with age. I'm getting into, like, I had, I had to slow down on some of the things that I was reading. But with age, I'm getting into this whole seeing the difference of the experience of a black woman versus, you know, my perceived experience or my perceived um, ideas of the white experience, the white woman experience, basically growing up a black woman and growing up a white woman. If that makes any sense, like I'm starting to like, I'm, I'm seeing it now before I would just be like, you know, it's more so not like we are all the world. We are all women type shit. But I, I saw less race. It, things were the issues that I was around was less about race. You know what I mean? It was just like common issues that people every day experienced or whatever. That's how, you know, I was seeing it. I don't know what changed that. I guess I don't even want to say it was that said situation that I spoke of earlier. But since then, like I just. I see so much like, and I, even in the small details about me as a woman, as I'm growing up and it's like, I'm pretty sure other women have experienced these feelings, but this particular feeling I only got because I was a black woman. You know what I mean? There's certain particular feelings that I experience. I only experience, I know that you can only experience this as a black woman. And it's a beautiful thing, but then it's also like a, it kind of creates more of that separation for me. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't even want to keep going because I'm going to end up saying some shit that I'm going to have to defend later on in my career. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Getting back to Insecure then, how do you feel about Molly stepping up to Issa looking like she's about to toss some bowls at it? Oh, Molly, 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 Molly. Child. You go first. I feel like at this point, well, I feel, <clears throat> I think we have to recognize that the block party happened in January. <clears throat> Excuse me. And since about November or so, Molly's been looking to have that come to Jesus conversation. So that just boiled over because that conversation got avoided for a whole month and maybe month and a half. Yeah, it was overdue. And probably was due even before that because like mm-hmm. we said in the last episode, so Molly has been investing time, money, and patience into Issa. Mm-hmm. And at this point, she's done. She's run out of fucks to give. Do you feel like do you feel like her addressing that situation at the block party was appropriate? Or was it necessary? I mean. A nigga mama's gonna happen no matter what the situation is. You feel like it could have been avoided? No. The issue comes about that it was a compact issue. First of all, you have Nathan coming back after he basically ghosted on Issa, and you know all the drama that came from that. 
They have Nathan talking around Molly to get to whatever Asian dude's name is. I can't remember. I think it's Andrew. So mm. it's too much. Are you team Molly on this one? Hell no, because he said I don't think can fight. But still, no, I'm not talking about the physical. Because like, I mean, I I hear you. I hear what you're saying about it, but it sounds more like because everything that you're saying, I'm kind of on the other side. Like, eh. like all right. Nathan, Nathan's showing up. First of all, my only issue with Nathan showing up because you can tell from the conversation, um, you could tell from the inferences. I can't even point them out right now, but that they had um, conversation that we weren't privy to, obviously because he helped arrange that. So I'm feeling like within those conversations that Nathan and Issa had, there was some kind of reconciliation. Not necessarily saying we're going to be back together, whatever, but it was some like you know you know, there was some resolve and then there was some pick back up of some sort of friendship of sorts. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, they hit you up, you up, yeah, I ain't niggas can't sleep, me either, you know what I'm saying? You know how it is on the East Coast or on the West Coast, LA, blah, blah, blah. So when all of that took place and he, like, there's no telling if maybe she just said, you know, yeah, I'm having a hard time finding an artist or whatever. Maybe she just was venting to Nathan and maybe Nathan just was like, oh, well, I'll ask him. Because the issue that the issue there was you got my man to do something. You got my man to do something. No, I got Nathan's friend to do something. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when Molly felt away, I understand feeling away because there's a lot of pent up shit already. So you her blocking that, I didn't even feel like it was like a let me focus on my relationship thing. When she when she when she told her that, I felt like it was one of those like, you know what? Nah, I can't help you. Cause you you so you so worried about your shit and only your shit. Nah, I can't help you right now. Like I could ask him, but I'm not going to. That's how I looked at it. So when it still happened and she was upset, like she's upset because you know, yeah, I feel like you you went around me to get to my man, and it's just like, but you said you just didn't want to be bothered with it. You said you you wasn't gonna help me. That's okay. You didn't specify that I couldn't get help from him. You said that you weren't going to help me get help from him. You feel what I'm saying? But I think what Molly wanted was boundaries. It's one thing if she participates in ESA stuff and it doesn't do well, but this is actually this is Andrew's actual job at Live Nation. If he fucks up, that's a major fuck up. I I can I can see a boundary conversation happening, but at the same time, that was not the place for it to be handled. If you want to talk to me about your boundaries, fine, do so in a privacy, you know, do so in private. The night is over or whatever and you find out something and instead of coming to me later or you know what I mean I don't like public blow-ups but that's the thing Issa kept pushing back a conversation for a good month month and a half so no conversation gonna happen I feel like that just not don't 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 try to come and shit on my moment and that's another thing I feel like Molly and, and I really feel like maybe this is why I don't really fuck with her because I've probably had friends like that before. Molly is the, as long as I'm up higher, we good. As long as like my life is, my my wins are better, I'm good. 
the second that my wins aren't good or the second that you start to win too, now I'm worried. Like, bruh, sis, she's not going to dim your light by shining. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like when Issa finally found some purpose, Molly started feeling the way toward that. And it just grew throughout the season. And yeah, Molly was pushing to try to talk to Issa about it. And, but at the same time, if you on a train track, you on a train track. If, if you rolling, you rolling. And I get both sides. But I also, I've been Issa and I'm closer to being Issa than I am a Molly because of the fact that like, you know, certain things are starting to roll for me. Certain things are starting to click for me. So my focus isn't, that's why I'd be telling you straight up, like, I'm not, I'm not a good friend. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have good, I don't have space for, for a great deal of friends. People want to come and hey, oh, let's be friends, or this is my friend. Like, no, nah, I don't have I don't have I don't have the capacity to be responsible for a friendship right now. Or you know what I mean, for certain friendships right now. So I, I give what I can and I receive what I give. So if I'm not giving you much, trust me, I don't re- I don't I'm not expecting much in return. You feel what I'm saying? So I forgot where I was going with that, but I think my point was a lot of like it feels like Molly Molly is is not handling the fact that Issa's life is Issa's doing something with her life or she's moving with a little bit more purpose and more focus. And with Molly, it seemed like she this season was um like she was you know how she was putting Andrew off for her work? Mm-hmm. And Issa was putting Molly off for her work. Mm-hmm. It seems like she wasn't able to handle what she was dishing out. And then a lot of the times what we do is when we're doing the same thing that, you know what I mean? We're complaining about what's being done to us. And then we check ourselves in it. Then we get real annoyed with the the, pe- the person who's still doing the same thing who hasn't checked themselves. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like... <clears throat> Like, oh, okay, Andrew made me check myself on, on my priorities and how much time I'm spending on work. So Issa needs to check herself now. So a lot of tit-for-tat stuff. I would say. But everything I see is tit-for-tat. And, and we as adults, we say a lot of, oh, I'm not a tit-for-tat, back-and-forth type person. But we do so much shit that's tit-for-tat and back-and-forth. And it'd be like, no, it's not even like that. No, that's exactly what it's like. Do you think she needs to go back to therapy? Who? Molly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's abruptly quitting that. Yeah, because niggas, <laughs> it stopped burning, so I stopped taking a pill. It's like that's what niggas do. As soon as something starts feeling like it's a little fixed, they just be like, "All right, I'm good now." But here's the thing with Molly, or here's the thing with life. Period. Just as terrible, like just as. You sometimes need a little help during the terrible parts of your life. Sometimes you need a little help navigating through the good parts of your life. You feel what I'm saying? So when she was going into therapy and when she was doing therapy, she was having all these issues, these social issues or whatever the issues she was going for. She was having those. Now she's in a better place in her life. And, you know, she's got a man or whatever. However, there's other aspects of her life that aren't flourishing now. You know what I mean? And that are falling, that are crumbling miserably. Like, yeah, okay. You're, you're doing better at work, but your friendship is like totally going bad. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
you still need therapy. Like you still need some kind of guided structure just because the most, for the most part, your life is rocking well. You still need a little tune in, a little checkup. You know what I mean? What's it called? A little, um, I guess a tune up. Yeah. When you take you your think, car in for service. You think yeah. that the argument is that people can't have it all when it comes to what Insecure is trying to say? I definitely think that. It's hard to. I'm not going to say that you can't have it all. I'm going to say I think they're trying to show that it's extremely hard to balance it all. I don't think it's necessarily that you can't have it all. I think it's just about the balance of it all. Because it seems more so like they're more they're unbalanced rather than they don't have now. Because Issa has things now. You know what I mean? And Molly has things now. Before Molly didn't have a man. You know what I mean? Before Issa didn't have purpose. Like they have things now, but now that they have them, it's a matter of the balance. And that's like if one teeters here, the other teeters here, which causes this one over here to teeter. You know what I mean? So it's like getting all of those things in check, which is why Insecure is a fucking great show because it's so realistic. Like in that aspect of dealing with the relationships of, I'm not gonna say realistic because it ain't, I, shit, I don't have rich friends like that, but, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? The balance and then the 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 factors of it, I guess. I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, what was... Did I answer the question? Mm-hmm. Someone that was a question because I can't remember at this point. Exactly. You know, I, I would take this bitch and walk it to California and come back like, mm, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> um, How did you feel about Condola showing up like last minute for the event? Um, my grief with Condola... I feel like because I'm so team Issa, I'm going to say this part from, you know, from the perspective of me being team Issa, I feel like that wasn't fair of her to have just ghosted. She could have like gave a heads up of, of something, you know, you know, can't work as closely as I did with you, you know, don't want to talk about it, but you know, still going to do X, Y, and Z or whatever, whatever. She could have handled it differently. Um, but her showing up after like ghosting I I kind of expected her to show up because she did invest a lot of time in this event I didn't expect to see a great deal of her like I didn't expect to see like I I guess seeing it in the capacity I did was good was was what I expected it lived up to expectations because it's like where are you going to take that you know what I mean like what, what do you where are you going to take that condolence here? What's she going to do? Because we got to have a conversation about why you were egging me. And if you're going to stay here, if you're going to be around or whatever at my event, which means we're going to have to interact with each other. So we definitely going to have to resolve things to where there's actual peace and not any underlying tension, which of course there is going to be some underlying tension because Condola and Lawrence broke up because Lawrence still in love with Issa, as he should be. Okay. <laughs> they hear from Nathan want to pop back up. And let me tell you something. The only reason I didn't want Nathan to pop back up is because I did not have time to be feeling like, oh, damn, who should Easter be with? Should I be cheering for Lawrence or should I be cheering for Nathan? No. Mm-mm. Nathan, you need to just remain in the friend zone. You untrustworthy. You flaky. Yes, you did help me get, what was it, Vince Staples or whoever that was. Yes, you helped me with that. But I need to keep my heart clear because Lawrence is coming around. 
Your dedication to that is just tickles me. Uh, we we got Condola out the way. We already making progress. But Condola is such a good look for Issa's life. Ha, huh, yo, I hate that. I had a situation like that once. It didn't go that far, but there was a guy I was dealing with, and like we liked each other a lot. He ended up going back to his ex girlfriend. And this, like, she just was trying to dog me out. You know how before you find out who the girl is or, you know, just, oh, this bitch. So she just was trying to dog me out on social medias and whatnot. And the whole time, as you know, during the beef, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, what's sad is we could actually really make a lot of power moves together. Because she was like, um, had she was like an aspiring radio DJ and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm like, we could have really, like, it's like some of our industry connects, like, we had some of the same, and so I'm like, we could have really rocked this shit had you not been such a bitch. So yeah, but now I can't stand her because she, she was gonna smack me when she saw me. Exactly, that's that. That was the look that I had when I saw her. I was standing at the bar just like that, smiling and everything. She actually walked past me, acting like her head didn't even bend to my direction. I said, "Oh, dang." Walk back behind. Excuse me. You want to smack me? She's like, I, do I know? Exactly. She wasn't going to smack me. That was back in my early 20s, though. That that was, I was different then. But you're not going to tell me what you're going to do to me and then see me and then not do it. I want to make sure. That's the thing. If you say like, yo, I'm going to smack you when I see you. All right, cool. Like I, I like all right, cool. So when I see you do it, I need to be expecting the smack. Like there was this girl, real quick. There was this girl who she dated my sister's ex boyfriend, but my sister and her ex boyfriend, they were still really really cool friends because they grew up together. But she didn't like my sister, so you know how I am about anybody that I care about. So she would try to say slick shit about my sister. So I was early twenties again. So well, actually, I was like eighteen. So one day I seen her saying something about my sister. So I start going off. So me and this girl beef for mad years. So it got to the point where we beef like on online. So it got to the point where um, her sister had jumped in and it was like, what? Well, I'm going to see you, you know, on site. One of those type of things. So we go, you know, NJ Pack has the Thursday night things, right? Or used to have them. Oh, okay. Well, it'd be like a little social gathering, you know, music, live band, vendors, old people, coronas, things like that. Not the virus. Yeah, it was was a vibe. It was a whole vibe. Sometimes they have like, you know, Naughty by Nature come out or some old people, you know, somebody from WBLS, one of the artists type (laughs) thing. Something like that. So we there and I'm like out there doing my thing networking because, you know, early 20s, I'm a hot commodity and shit. You feel me? I'm always out here in these streets chopping it up, doing what I do best. So, talking, and this one girl, she, like, this dude I was talking to was like, yeah, such such my sister, you know, such such said her name. And so she was like, I know her. And so she, like, walked up to me, and I'm like, I know you? She was like, yeah. So when she said her name, it clicked, like, oh, this bitch said on site. So she was like, yeah, such and such. So I'm like, Oh, so she's like, yeah, girl. So my, I'm like, you good? So like when I say, cause you know, there's, there's many tones and inflictions. So when I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, you good. That was one of those like, yo, you good or you want to fight? 
And so she's like, yeah, no, I'm good. Girl, give me a hug. Oh, no, bitch. What? Exactly. 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 So I was like, oh, all right. So I'm filling her out. But now, you know what I mean? I had to check the temperature because I plan on enjoying myself throughout the night. So we need to, if there's a problem, let's address this right here, right now. Because once I walk away and I get my two-step on, I don't want you coming over trying to suck a punch me in the gut or something on the low. You feel me? So if you want the problem. Here's your opportunity. If you don't want the problem, you get what I'm saying? But she did not want the problem. And that's another time when I realized, like, when I said that, and I was because she's big, like she was like, you know, and I was not, I was a little thin thing. And she she's definitely if she would have got me at a right angle, she might have just threw me around like a rag doll, honestly. Like she was that type of big. And I'm sitting there like, you know what, Shonda? You got some heart. You stood right up to this bitch because she said she was going to on-site you and you standing right here asking her if she good. <laughs> you little thugging. I was proud of myself. She's a brick building house. No, real talk, that's one of the most important things that we have to teach our kids and like the next generation is not to be afraid to stand up for yourself. Like That's really something that's important because they that it's, it's it's a different type of empowering like every time even the little things every time i stand up for myself i just be like i pat myself on the back because guess what you got to make sure that you fighting for yourself just as hard as if you was fighting for somebody else. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I, I will go off for my sister i will go off for my child so i gotta you know stand up for myself in the same manner because a lot of the times for me, it'll be like, oh, all right, it's not even that big of a deal. And then it'd be like, actually, yes, it is, bitch. Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's move on to John Henry, which goes into this stand up for yourself thing. If you don't get this, Terry Crews, first of all, number one, he should be ashamed of himself for shaving off his damn facial hair on TV. That's number one. Number two, yeah. Yeah, at one point he shaved off his uh mustache or something. This Miko had a mustache? I could have swore he had something in this movie, in the beginning of this movie. Because at one point, it, it he had something because at one point he turned around and he was like bare face. He looked like like coochie after you shave <laughs> too close. <laughs> Blessed is the Lord. <laughs> Like a little coochie with some age on it. Because, <laughs> you know, his face is a little wrinkled. You know, like, a little wisdom behind that coochie. Bless, blessed is the Lord. <laughs> uh, All right, so maybe he didn't have facial hair. I can't remember, but the movie sucked. It, did, it was not that bad. It was bad. First of all, I'd rather see Terry Crews shimmying somewhere, okay? <laughs> I would rather see. I don't want to ever see him in a serious role outside of the father on Everybody Hates Chris. I don't want to ever see him in a serious role again. What about when he was one of the shooters in that Sylvester Stallone movie? I don't think I saw it, so it don't count. Okay. <laughs> I don't want it. Like, yo, it just was. The movie was trash, bro. I expected so the much more. Trash. It was trash, and it it was like it was trash. You could tell there was more backstory that needed to like that. I don't want to say needed, but should have been told, or 
you know, like the, you could tell the writers wanted you to know this information, but it's like, okay, but now I have more questions that you didn't answer. Like how you just start giving me this type of stuff. Like at the end when they was talking, like starting to make the reference of how they were family and, mm -hmm. you know, how they were brought up or whatever. Y'all should have been giving us more tidbits about that during the build up to the. They the did end. in the flashbacks. There was a flashback? There of was what? multiple flashbacks. Of what? I was back. probably, but still, it was still asked. <laughs> it was back when John and his name is Helen. Back when John and Helen were teenagers. I don't recall. <laughs> Selective. Memory. Either way, the movie was ass. Okay, because that that part, that the writing on it, whatever, that that wasn't the only part that made it ass. It was just ass. First of all, ludicrous. No. That damn jaw thing fucked it up so badly. It, it fucked it up. Just hit the okay. Ludacris was giving you like villain in John Wick, like when in, in like you know no. 007. No, like the, he was giving off those type of vibes, but then walking out of a Los Angeles house, like it just it just seemed like his character was mismatched into the wrong movie. His ass seemed like he belonged in a Wayans Brothers spoof movie. Oh gosh, I can see that too. 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 Just the way he was talking and the fact that he died because he tripped. Child. It fucked me. I'm like, you're supposed to be the baddest nigga on the block. Yet all these niggas is watching you. You only got one shoot and they got shot and you fall down on your own weapon. But that's how it always is, bro. That's how it always is. It could be like eight niggas about it could be eight niggas shooting at one nigga running down one street with nowhere to dodge. This nigga will miss like every bullet will miss him, but turn around and fire two times and knock down three people. How? That's how it always is, bro. It should just don't be making no sense. They just whatever makes it look good for that particular part of the scene. Not even for the scene, but for that particular part. Like, bro, no. Mm -mm. No. Mm. So why the hell were there no subtitles for the Spanish parts? That too. Where did I watch? Where did I watch it? Did I watch it on Fire Stick or did I watch it on Netflix? I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, there was no subtitles for the thing, but I thought it was on um, Fire Stick. That's why I wasn't too mad. But now that I realize it was Netflix, yeah, it was no fucking subtitles. We just had to believe that the grandfather knew what the fuck she was saying. Shh, fuck out of here. Just because he did night school was fucking some Puerto Rican girl. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that much pussy in the world. <laughs> but they were so sad when they killed him. I cried a little bit. I did too. I did too. I, I felt a little cool. I, I thought it was cool. He stood up like, like, ha, still got it. And then it was just like, bop, bop, bop. I'm like, damn. They took it right from you as soon as you got it. That shit was like hot potato. But, but the name was funny. Yeah, he 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 saved the movie for me because everything else was ass. But the violence was good. It was very flinch worthy. The way they shot people and just yeah, is that a new thing that 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 Hollywood's doing where they're trying to make the violence as gruesome, like the gunshots as super gruesome as they can? In my experience, hmm? I said my stomach started growling. Pardon if you could hear that. Nah, it's sounding that good. Okay, good. It's in there listening to it back like, damn, bitch, eat. Get a biscuit. Um, I'm trying to think of movies. I know 
that Charlie's Fan movie had a lot of like French Webby violence in it. Harley Quinn's movie kind of did with the way they was breaking bones. I and just feel like I've I've been seeing like like I'm, I feel like I've had too many clear visuals of heads getting blown off lately. But half the time it's corny though. Yeah. It's not like I think. Well, it's like many people say, when it comes to America, we will go as far as you want the violence, but the sex part we get conservative on. Definitely. And with the violence at this point, I feel like I'm desensitized to it. So it's like- Yeah, same. Same. Like, I think it's more so like, oh, that's gruesome. Like, that's more so like, like, oh, that was a bit gruesome, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, yeah. Ooh, I know a movie that if you really want to see something gruesome, I kill. I don't. I don't. I don't. You can it, tell the people, though, if you would like to. I'm trying to remember the name, but I just remember they peeled the woman's skin off at the end of it. Yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> I, watched, I was watching some movie, and I was watching it with AJ. Matter of fact, was it? I think it was the Harley Quinn movie where they was cutting ears off. Might have been. Yeah, I think it was that movie. For the next couple of days, mommy, remember when they cut the guy ear off because he did? I'm like, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mommy, that's just like when they cut the guy ear. I was watching, all right, what was it? Fuck, what movie was it? All right, so I was watching the the Outer Banks. Did you watch that? I watched like the first two episodes and I'm like, I can't. Okay, so the father, you know, he was lost at sea or whatever like that, but he wore these specific type of glasses. Like they were real 80-esque, you know, 90s, I say. You know, they had the big round glasses. So AJ comes in and she's like, oh my gosh, he looks like David because it was a missing poster of the father. She's like, oh my gosh, he looks just like David. So I'm like, David, who the fuck is David? She talking about David from Waco. <laughs> right. Why is this child watching Waco? <laughs> she happened to be walking by on the first episode and sat through a couple more. Like, <laughs> it was for you. But this is, I mean, like, because she understood what was going on. I explained it to her from both sides. So. Like she gets, she be, she be having a good understanding. It's just that then she just be wanting to talk about it so much after, like, and it just be like, bruh, I'm on like a fifth, you know, five different movies right now. You want to talk about that? But yeah, it's just like he looks like David, and she said it like, like she knew the nigga, like, yeah, like like David, like who is David? She was like, David, from the church? And I'm like, what? So I had to Google my, oh, you mean David Koresh or whatever that nigga's name is? She's like, yeah. What the hell? Was Waco good overall? Uh, not Waco. Was um, Out of Banks good overall, though? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was all right. I think it's more so one of those, like, I think I watched just so that I can figure out why it was a show because at first i'm like what are they doing what is the purpose of the show and then it's like okay pieces start coming together i like shows like that where puzzle pieces start coming together but it wasn't like no good super ooh juicy story it was just like a oh okay 
with an overall like a like Riverdale meets Rocket Power. I loved Rocket Power. Me too. So from John Henry going to the wrong Missy that you only saw a few minutes of. Yeah. That girl that played the wrong Missy, she is so good at being annoying. Even when she's not like in an actual character, like and she's just standing there being quiet, like she just looks so annoying. So, so annoying. But it was such a, that, it was a decent movie. Was it? Did he ever find the right Missy? You want me to just spoil it for you? Yeah. Okay. So, Tim's going for the, the promotion to president of sales, right? Mm. He's going against Jess, who is a.k.a. the Barracuda. Okay. So, Jess finds the real Missy and has her come to Hawaii. So he does meet her, but then he realizes at that point that he truly loves the wrong Missy. And so what? he did. Because you have to realize, I think that at that point in his life, he was always trying to be some other people instead of trying to be himself. So mm-hmm. to see this girl who is a bit off, admittedly, but she is holding herself and comfortable in that, he falls in love with that idea. It's like, Oh my God, what is the thing that that girl said in that movie that we saw last episode? Uh, the half of it. Oh, that little Asian girl? She looked yes, like- I did. It was the idea that Asta said that people don't necessarily want me, they want my qualities. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what it seemed like he wanted. He wanted that sense of being free. And that's what attracted him to it because the actual Melissa basically was a female version of him. Mm-hmm. Kind of uptight, did everything right, but is she really like living life? Right. Like, are you really going to have an enjoyable experience with her? Mm-hmm. Is she going to push you out your comfort zone at all? Exactly. Mm. A word. Mm-hmm. Which that's how was cute. Maybe you, I will finish it. Yay! Are you, in general, an Adam Sandler fan, or that's not your I truth? do. I do like Adam Sandler. I do. Ant is a fucking... He loves Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler movies. But yeah, I am a fan. How is Ant doing? He's annoying the fuck out of everybody, but you know, it's cool. <laughs> Running away from Pacer. My my baby, he think like I'm not, you know, I'm not really domestic. That's not my thing. I do what I need to do to make, you know, it, whatever is needed, I do that type of thing. But I prefer to work with my hands. So like, you know, today I helped my dad cut the grass. Well, basically I cut the grass and he just like got the equipment ready. But um, <laughs> I had told Ann and he's like, you know, oh, why you should have just told me because like he always he has this thing where it's like oh you should have just told me like I would have did it because you know any anything that's manly and masculine I got this and it's like bro but you don't know how to do shit <laughs> so like he's like um he's like yeah you know I would I would mow the the grass I seen that it was high you should have said something and I'm like okay but you don't be knowing how to do shit so 
I told him, I'm like, well, we got to do the backyard tomorrow. So you can come help me do the backyard. He's like, when I look like helping you, I'm not going to help you. He's like, you sit down and watch me do it and bring me something to drink when I need. And I'm like, okay, it sounds cute, but we both know that's not how that going to, that's, that, that's not how it's going to go. Like, and then on top of that, like, I'm like, well, first of all, because, you know, my house has like, my yard has like two different big sides. So I'm like, well, on one side, you we haven't cut over there in a while. So I'm like, you're going to have to weed whack first and then mow the lawn. And he's like, what? So I'm telling him, breaking it down, like all the things that need to be done. And he's like, rolls his eyes. And I'm like, bruh, what you thought? Like you from a number block, you don't have, you you didn't have grass in your yard growing up. So you think you're just supposed to take the lawnmower and run it over the grass like a vacuum cleaner. No, nigga, there's levels to this shit, bro. <laughs> you don't understand that. So now that's where we at with it now. Like he's going, we're going to do the, we're going to mow the, the backyard. But personally, like I really don't be wanting to work with him on these type of projects because he'd be in the way. He'd be wrong and in the way. And that's the, that's what get me. Like you could be in a way, just be right. You know what I mean? Like know what you're doing. And that way I'll just be like, you know, come on, get out the way. And I know that you know where you're going. This nigga, he be in the way and then he be wrong. And every time he touched something that I'm working on, like, you know, when I was doing, when I redid the furniture in AJ's room when we moved to Georgia, he, oh, you taking too long to do it. And I mean, low key, I was, I kind of got uninspired for a minute. But when I jump back on it, he like, yeah, you taking too long. So he's trying to stain the the wood, but he's doing it the completely the complete wrong way. So everything that he did, the shit dripping, you know what I'm saying? Like dripping like paint. It's not supposed to drip like paint. So everything he did, I had to go and undo and then redo. So it cost me more time on the back end. So I'm like, listen, don't help me, bro. Don't help me. You got a waffle maker. Go in there and make me some waffles, bro. Make me some waffles. Y'all dynamic is just so tickly. <laughs> it is, but listen, like, because oh, it's like, I grew up a daddy's girl. Like, my dad didn't have no boys, you feel me? So, like, I'm the boy that he didn't have. So, like, when it comes to working with my hands, building things, putting things together, fixing things like that, I'm usually, like, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to shut up and do it or figure out how to get it done. And he grew up where, you know, well, like my dad owned his, my dad owns his house. Right. So I grew up in a house. Well, that was home owned and rented, but even down South, like, you know, it was always, you fix your own shit type thing. Whereas aunt grew up in a rented home. So it was like, Oh, all right. Well, something's broken. You call the landlord. You know what I mean? So he never had to like really learn to fix shit type thing. Not to say that he can't. It's just, whereas that's like, that's my thing. I'm not going to sit there and bitch about it. I'm just going to get it done. Whereas him, he'll call somebody to do it. Ain't no shame in that. It's not. It's not. It's just the shame and the fact that he'll call somebody to do it, but then he'll talk about it like he did it. Like, he'll talk shit to you like he did it. Yeah, I mean, if you need the real man to come do it, you should have just said something. And you just be sitting there like, nigga, wasn't you just standing on a chair because you thought you saw a bug? Oh, okay. Real man. Like, Amir asked me when, when Amir was five, he was like, yo, Shonda, why do you know how to fix everything? And I was sitting there looking at Aunt like, you jealous? 
<laughs> you jealous right now? Exactly. You mad. You angry. <laughs> but yeah, weird dynamic. Mm -hmm. And as a provider, that's his thing. Like, I, I've realized that. Like, I've been thinking a lot about, like, what his like what makes him feel most like a man because like i don't want to challenge anybody's masculinity or anybody's you know mm -hmm. and I, i'm like more observant now too just on some like curiosity type shit like uh, certain conversations we have i'll be like oh like i don't say it to him but in my head before i respond i'll be like oh he seemed like he tested let me see let me let me ask this question and see this seems like you know one of them subjects where men be like oh it's not that serious or whatever but then it, he'll say something. I'll be like, okay, let me see. So I've been looking at that a lot lately. Like, okay, you being your feelings or you, you know what I mean? But he's more, he, he provides. Like when he knows that everything is taken care of, you know, like financially, then it's just like, he feels more at ease. It's like, okay, go ahead with your providing self. I ain't mad at you for that. Like, listen, I don't you provide and make the waffles. I don't expect you to fix things. I don't expect you to build things. If we buy furniture, I'll put it together. Like, I don't, we have a clear expectation of each other. Uh, you pay this, you pay the bills, pay to keep all the stuff on, and I'll just put all the stuff together. That's how that works. Speaking of coming together, let's talk about the movie Scoob. Oh. An origin story for Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Oh, it was so cute. He was like, I wish I had some meat to go with this. Scoob was like, what? Stay right there. I got you, my nigga. <laughs> Came back with a little slice. Is that peppercorn? Nigga, you taste that shit too, nigga? Or... <laughs> it's that, was the first time, that was the first time we seen Shaggy sober. One of them is going to bring up how much of a pothead he was. They not. You know damn well when they have old cartoons like that or old characters like that, that it's clear that he was a stoner. The show was created during that era. You know what I mean? Like where like it's clear his character is off the shrooms and everything. You see all the psychedelic shit in the background and all the psychedelic color. He dresses like a motherfucking... Like, he just left Woodstock. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking clear. But now, like, you know, you can't change the character. You can't change any characteristics about him because he's so beloved. And then as time goes on, it's like, okay, well, how are we going to justify it? Oh, we're just going to say that he's just goofy and, you know, lazy, silly. No, that nigga's high, bro. He's high. Him and Scoob is high. That's why they eat like that in every fucking episode because they how they have the munchies. They smoke on the way to go pick everybody up. Okay, like I'm, I almost feel like there's an episode where there's smoke coming out of the mystery machine. I'm pretty sure there is. I, I feel like there is. Oh. Like you can see it too, right? Like just like it, it, I'm pretty sure. Like my nigga, they was high. Like red eyes and everything. I believe that was in there. Yeah, I, I feel like it is. But again, like that's what those cartoons and stuff were into back then. Like, you know, the things are written with the times. So like even how like there's some racist shit and like Bugs Bunny or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like now they apologize for it because it was racist. You know what I mean? But like those little hidden things like we they ain't going to, you know, they just going to try to tailor that into talking about how the, it was. But even like Rugrats, well... 
they won't do it now. But even Rugrats, uh, grandfather used to, yeah. Is it new episodes? Eventually, yes. I feel like we talked about that. Probably did. Yeah, but even with Rugrats, the grandfather was his skin magazine and his little porno videos and stuff like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it was little things that was, uh, you know, we're going to act like we don't really see that. No, nah, nigga, we know what that is. That's porn. You over there getting right. Old people porn. Old people disc rubbing. Ugh. I am bringing that up. Yeah, I be taking things so far sometimes. Not really. I'm not taking much farther at work. But since you can fill that void, I'm not taking it there. <laughs> Do you think oh, Scooby-Doo, what you thought about it? I liked it. I, it kind of makes me wonder because I somebody said that they might make a universe of it, like with the rest of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. I thought to myself, why did they do that in the first place like years ago? Because mm. there's so many characters in that universe and then Dewey Tunes have been trying to do that for ages. I mean, about to get a new Space Jam movie with them again. Hmm. So that Space Jam thing is real. I thought it was one of those things that people just talk about and then they just kind of like fall off there if we never hear about it again. Ah, that is very real. LeBron James is basically doing what Michael Jordan did. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. As long as they don't get Tyler Perry to do his wig, I'm good. <sighs> Why does he do this? <laughs> Why can't we do Tyler Perry? <laughs> I swear, I don't hate Tyler Perry. I just... I'm just so blown away by his methods. Yo, he was on T.I.'s podcast. I don't know if I spoke about it here. He was on T.I.'s podcast and basically blamed his whole hairstylist for the bad wigs. Yep, you did that last episode. I'm still blown away by that. Like, yo, how he really, like, just double-dutched right up out them ropes, bro. You hired them. Like, yo, you just gonna shit. Like, yo, it better be a bonus in my check, nigga. You just shitting on me? You just blame me for all of this? It better be a bonus in my check. If there ain't no bonus in my check, I'm going to TMZ. Depends if they're gig workers or not. They could be gigging out on contract. That sucks. No, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Space Jam, A New Legacy. The hell are you eating? Seeds? No, this is rice from dinner. You eating individual rices? No, it's it's jasmine rice, so it's clumped up. Child. I'm trying to live this healthy life. You over there eating like a fucking squirrel. Nigga is nibbling on one piece of rice at a time. Well, let's see. That, get me another naked juice, or get me those little nut things, because I'm hungry. Listen, stop playing. Come on over here and gain these pounds. I'm up like 15 pounds since quarantine started. Yeah, I'm not about that life. I wasn't about that life before. I had that new money. I'm going to buy food energy. (laughs) It's like Trevor Noah said in his book, the first thing people spend money on once they start having some spare cash is food. That's so true, bro. I'm so tired of spending money on food. I just don't feel like I don't like it's a mix of not feeling like going to the grocery store and then not feeling like cooking. And what I'll probably do is like go to the grocery store and cook like three meals in one day and then not cook for the rest of the week or something. Like when I'm in the mood to cook, like if I if I have to cook, then I'll like 
go ahead and get it done. But I don't want to do that shit every day. That's not fun. I don't know why people do that every day. Like, if it wasn't, if I had a dishwasher, I would probably do it every day. And I were, I miss my dishwasher in Georgia. I had a dishwasher. I had everything in Georgia. He was so fancy. Speaking of having everything, let's talk about Michelle Obama's becoming that you got bored of. Oh, okay. Oh, no, it wasn't even on cue. Like, I mean, that was on cue, but it wasn't even intended. When it comes to Mrs. Obama, do you just think she's a boring person, even aspirational? No, that's the thing. I don't think she's boring. I think that the way that they capture her is boring. You think they try to Carlton Carlton Banks her for the audience? They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't give her enough personality. They don't capture enough of her personality. I I believe that she is like, I believe she's like an interesting woman, and she probably has like some really good stories. And I don't mean like poised in presidential stories. And I was like, ha ha ha, like safe stories. I'm talking knee slappers. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking those type of stories. Like I know that she has those in her and I feel like I'm not, I don't know who's producing or who's I, you know what I mean? This is being based on or, you know, based from, but it's just like, I don't want presidential Michelle Obama. I know a lot about her. I want more of Michelle. Like, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I want that. Like I don't, I don't want. Like all right, case in point, there was uh, one of the scenes in the beginning where she was getting ready to go um, when she was on her book tour, and she was in the back, or whatever. And I, I, I don't remember if they did a prayer or what, but they were in like a little huddle type thing. Her and her team, her and a group of white women. Like she was just surrounded by white women. There wasn't no other color but her, and it was just like I want to see her around some niggas. I want to see her, and not not necessarily just around some niggas, but I want to see her interacting with her people in a more intimate setting. And I don't just mean like where they are. I mean like being able to have like heart to heart conversations. You know what I mean? And being able to say like some real shit. I want to see more of her. I don't want to see, you know, uh, what's it called? You know. Uh, PR prepped. I don't want to see prepped Michelle. I want to see Michelle. I want to see her with them, them pink house slippers, them little furry <laughs> ones, not the furry, furry ones, but you know, the ones that grandmas used to wear right after they get out the shower, they put on that baby magic. You know, which ones I'm talking about. The ones that are so flat, it gives no kind of support. With that little tiny peep toe. <laughs> if you having that little tiny peep toe like that right there, the little, little toe to half come out. I want that Michelle. I don't I don't want you know my nice kitten heel. No, I want peep toe soft slipper plastic bottom Michelle. Give me that one. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, I want her to come into the the shit like how I am. I want her to have her hair tied up and everything. We ever see her hair tied up and No. No. I want to see her patting her shit you feel what i'm saying i don't don't cut it don't edit it don't shoot away don't go to b-roll nah show her patting her shit like i want to see real the real michelle that movie was the first time i ever heard sasha malia's malaya whatever her name is i've never heard a voice into that movie really 
Same. Now that you mentioned it, I've seen pictures, but yeah, I've never heard them speak. Wow. So weird. Was it good though? Um, or was it dry? What did I say? I look at the reviews while I'm talking to you. Apparently, I thought it was good, but if everybody's oh. gonna probably say it's good, they either gonna have two reactions either it's good, I hate Michelle Obama, or it was boring. The thing is, it's like if you're looking for something juicy, it's not gonna be there. It's it's like how I feel about the Beyonce documentaries, about the Misty Copeland documentaries. Like you said, it's more about PR than you really getting to know this person. Mm. It's more about it's more about you understanding why they are an icon rather than understanding how they got to that point. Mm. There you go. Yeah, no, I, I want that in low key. Like I've been listening to a lot of interviews and stuff and, and listening to a lot of podcasts and smoking a shit ton of weed. But um, like Tiffany Haddish, the way like the way in which she gets candid, it makes you feel like I don't want to say like, you know, her, know her. But it makes you feel more connected to her. And it's like, yeah, you know, I don't think she's the funniest. But I like you, so I support your shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's what I be looking for. I don't, like, because she's so, she's the same way for the most part with every person. You're going to get real. And that's what I want from people. Like, I want people to, to be comfortable. Like, I hate watching an interview or something where they're just sitting there and it's, so formal and professional and it's like i get you you know what i mean you guys want to be formal and professional and do the job the right way but girl loosen your track i want to know the real you girl you feel what i'm saying yeah she's the fun cousin instead of the exalted auntie exactly and i feel like there's i feel like like i said she's not boring i i can just tell she's not boring but i feel like she's not around if she if if, if she would have been backstage with a butt in a room full of black women, black women doing all her like book tour and whatnot and whatnot, all her professional work that she needed done, she probably would have been back there. That prayer probably would have been popping. It would have been like a little electric slide, two step at the end of that motherfucker. Like you feel what I'm saying? It would have been. She Black people in the movie, it's just mostly young black people. And that's the thing. But that's the thing. Like, even when she got in the car and she was playing the music, she was listening to her, her little foot tapping gospel. You feel what I'm saying? Like, she, she, it's not like, I don't know. She just, I just would, I would enjoy seeing her more, excuse me, candidly with surrounded by black women. Like, like, like if, she, if they work for her, like in, a, in that aspect type thing. Because uh, she was with some older black woman out of church and she was still very Michelle. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said they got to work for her because when you start working for people, they get more relaxed for you, obviously. <laughs> no. like, yeah, your bosses, they start, you start getting real relaxed with their employees to the point where you just be like, bruh, I don't, yeah, okay, she's a medium panty. No, I shouldn't know that, but I know that because she keeps telling me. You know what I mean? One of those type of things. Like, you, she needs, I would like to have seen her around that in that environment. I'm just going to stay silent on this and look to the side. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see 18 presents in that head oh. oh, Like I said to you before we started recording, I read the Wikipedia or whatever the little thing came up when I Googled it. And it was like, 
so terminally i seen terminally ill cancer mother presents every year and i said and i looked over at aj and said, oh this nigga trying to make us cry <laughs> and i said not today not today and i literally looking at it she looked at me like she wanted to roll i said no because you know i have a weakness for anything that is a uh, parental child related so if it's a parent child relationship already it's gonna get me and if it's mother daughter especially and then it's somebody dying and then on top of that they leaving presents for somebody to find like oh my god my posthumous present hell to the no you ain't about to have me out here choked up red nose and stuff like <laughs> she found another gift no not doing this shit with you amari what? i was really offended as you can see one like this nigga tried it he really tried it because it was such a good movie bro i can't bro let me tell you certain movies when they like especially family related movies when they touch me a certain way i'd be fucked up for a minute after it like it don't just be like all right the credits roll we switch the channel and i'm good now nah, i'll be fucked up for a good seven days i'll be thinking about that shit in my sleep yes i'll be if it like mm-mm. somebody needs to cry more often no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Brains, it's too much work, bro. It's too much work. Once you get riled up and then having to calm down. Once you had that good cry, then you got to calm down. Now your nose all sore and stopped up. You can't get no good, decent air because your shit all swollen from crying. and <laughs> Like, it's just too much work, bro. I don't... I, I even get mad when I'm in a situation where I might be, like, forced to cry. I'd be like, yo, this shit look like it's about to make me sad. No, nah, I'm not even fucking trying to be sad right now. What's wrong with these niggas, yo? I get mad. So you can't even watch them dog movies, can you? Nah, but here's the thing, Amari. I cry over every movie. Like, scary movie, comedy. It could be like one small little tiny point. My sister would look over like, are you fucking serious right now? I'm like, she hugged her son. She hugged him. Like it could be the nothing, like seriously, and I'll just start crying. You need to stop rejecting your inner vulnerability. Fuck that. <laughs> in these streets. <laughs> okay, so all that's left is our recommendations in quarter of the episode. Yeah, I don't have no recommendations. I don't need. I told y'all to be thinking about shit. Um, recommendations. Yeah, I ain't really watch shit that I, you know, outside of what I was supposed to watch. What about you? I'm gonna recommend a show called Besties, the Ultra Mini Series. <clears throat> okay, what what network does that come on? It's on Instagram, actually. An Instagram show? An IGTV exclusive. Wow. And it's a buck show. Wow. So, like, how do you find it? You got to go to their page or something, or? Yes, you go to Besties Ultra Miniseries Instagram page, and it'll be all throughout the IGTVs. And the base, the basis of the show is it follows a character. I'm looking down the side when I'm saying this. It wow. follows a character named Raven, who is convinced that she needs to have a one-night stand to learn how to take her emotions out of sex. Oh, I feel like I've seen a preview for that somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's such a good show. I oh, just... you know what? I do have a show recommendation. You go ahead and finish, though. Um, the only other part is her best friend, Eric, who's a dude, is determined to help her to find a perfect candidate. And alongside that, there's other drama associated with it, which is 
funny. <laughs> it's kind of like these shows. How long is each episode? If it's more than five minutes, I'll be surprised. So it's like little Quibi shows. I don't know exactly what Quibi is, but I'm just assuming. Quibi is a new network which breaks up movies and TV shows into bite-sized pieces. Like shit that we already seen? No, it's new content. But mm. the problem is most of the content is kind of in. Like, so basically it's like a big-ass sketch show. So which one? Like Quibi, like Quibi's like a a, a platform. Yeah. For like Quibi has stuff like, for example, I watched two of these shows. One called The Stranger, which is about is a murder mystery, which is a movie split into thirteen parts. And then there was another one called Dummy, which had Anna Kendrick, who was, you know, running around movie? with the dummy. I seen previews or something like that. Yeah, she befriends her boyfriend's former sex doll. Yeah. Which okay. One? But the, it's a mo- like these are movies broken down into just it's movies are edited into. Dummy's a TV show. The Stranger is basically a movie broken up, and you get as you get a five minute segment every day mm. on weekdays anyway. Because the idea was before COVID nineteen, this was mm. just something that you should watch on your way to work or something. But then, you know, got you, got you, got you, got you. Okay. Reminds me, HBO Max is coming down the twenty seventh. You say what? HBO Max. What's what's the diff? What's what's special about HBO Max? Well, you know how Netflix built up its platform from licensing other shows. Uh huh. HBO is owned by Warner Brothers, I believe, and Time Warner. So, Fresh Prince and all the other stuff that Time Warner and all them own, they're bringing HBO Max and taking it from Netflix, Hulu, and all those other places. So what's the so if you have HBO Go, will you have HBO Max? So you have to sign up for that too. I think it depends on how you get it. I get well, it. I get everything through my 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 Verizon. You may have it. I know people get it through Amazon Prime. Won't get it, but I go straight directly through HBO for HBO Now or Go or whichever one it is. Mm. Which we shall be watching like a half hour to watch Insecure, but that's a whole different story. What show are you talking about? My recommendation? Yeah, boy. That the show with the girl, what's her name? Michaela McCullough, whatever her name is, the, the black girl from well, the girl from Bubblegum, Chewing Gum. Yes. She's Good got call. a show coming out where she was going out and something about like she was taking shots or something and then at one point she kind of blacked out a little bit you're googling it yeah yeah because that's what you do when you pull it up you let me know what the hell the show is about because i really am still a little foggy but i like her so i was going to support oh the, i could tell you that just without looking it up oh, you oh you know what i was talking about yeah i know what you're talking about this is All my right, life the gist of the show is, I can't remember the title off the hand because it's not that catchy. She, she is partying with her friends. She gets really drunk. And then she has sex with somebody. But she isn't 100% sure whether it was consensual sex or not. So the whole idea behind the show is her trying to figure that out and the potential that it could ruin this guy's life if she doesn't consider it consensual. Mm. At least that's what I took from it. Hmm. Oh, 
I don't know. That sounds like something that would get on my nerves. Yeah, I think most of it will trigger you. Yeah, I'd be triggered about a lot of shit. I'd be triggered about being triggered. Like, ugh, I think that might trigger me. I'm triggered. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it's surviving. It's about surviving sexual assault. The show is called I May Destroy You. Oh. All right, so then, yeah, I don't have no recommendation in that mind. Woo! <laughs> so yeah, I had no recommendation. Okay, let's get to this quote then. Mine comes from Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Is it Ortez? Cortez? Cortez. OAC. AOC. AOC. Make it simple. And it's a quote from her Instagram. It was quoting someone named Miriam Cabo. I'm probably saying that wrong. Now, the quote is, hope is a discipline. It's something you have to actively cultivate. Hope isn't discipline. It's something you have to actively cultivate? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Um, naturally, I never, you know, come prepared. However, I am sitting next to my board, and I wrote a little something on my board. So, so let there be light. I know, right? Um, I wrote... Uh, set your goals and commit to them. Uh, your boat will only move if you row. And everything you want will cost you. If not money, it will cost you time, patience, sanity. If it's worth it, work for it. Look at you. Yeah. Pages from your and book. that's the Shonda Nicole original. Her book is coming someday, Your Honor. I just don't know when. You know who in my face. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw the iPad, I already knew. Coming to try to get some more time. But I need more time. You on 9%. She probably been on 9% this whole time. She was just waiting. As soon as she saw that light. What? <laughs> I'm, like, Yo. I'm like, you sure you want to do this YouTube page? Because if we do this... There ain't no quitting. She was, and I was like, if we do this, and I just stood at, stared at her. She was like, I know, I'm not going to quit. I'm like, because you know, you got an uh, iffy track record right now. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. So, yeah, hopefully we, we get something going with her. Ooh, I saw on your page you got the woo child thing up now. So when's that? No, no. You're killing me. That's what I'm saying. It's her. Like, I don't want to do, like, okay. Like I said, I see great potential in woo child. Like, great potential in it. However, I am having an issue trying to get her to feel that same excitement. Like, AJ's the type. I can get excited off of the potential. She's got to see some of it first before she gets excited. She's got to see that, oh wait, people fuck with this? Cool. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I'm I'm a lot of, I'm a lot of the, you know, the same in a lot of ways, but she's mm-hmm. the type like you know, like the first time we did it, the first time we did a, a a mock recording, she was like nervous and stuff and I'm like, "Why are you nervous?" So, you know, you know, I wasn't sure how the people would feel about me and then after we recorded and I posted her little clip and she saw some of the feedback. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with this shit now. Like, this is cool. You feel what I'm saying? Like, she's got to see, like, oh, okay, 
there ain't really nothing to be scared of. So the, the podcast, I don't think she she feels, you know what I mean? Like it, she she got to see that it's something that is, I don't know how to describe it, but she ain't seeing it. And I'm like, I'm becoming overzealous and it's no point for me to keep getting my hopes up and then feeling disappointed because if she says, yo, I don't want to do this today or, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm just not feeling it. There's nothing I can do. I'm not going to force her to do it. You feel what I'm saying? So. But doesn't she see what you're doing and what comes of it? I mean, it's, she sees what I'm doing Well, she sees me writing and, and, you know, working on my computer a lot and things like that, but she doesn't, she, she doesn't see, like, right at this point, we haven't had a great deal of anything to see outside of niggas just being home. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't know. Like I said, I told her, I said, if I order this stuff, you know, if I order what you need, you know, the backdrop and everything and the books and everything, because the fucking library still closed with some bullshit because I'm running low on shit to read. Um, I said, if I order this stuff, there is no backing out, bro. And I said, and if you think that you are going to back out, you're going to have to run me my money back and I'm not playing. <laughs> like, whatever I spend on anything involving this YouTube channel, you quit. Nigga, it's like college. I'm Sally Mae, bitch. Give me my shit back. <laughs> Give me my shit back. And no, I don't take monthly installments. Okay? So, ain't no quitting. She's like, well, where am I going to get this money from? I said, exactly. If you can't cover it, don't agree. Look, don't commit to it. And that's why I put that up there. Set your goals and commit to them. Because she be coming in reading my board and shit. So, you know, trying to let her, like, talk to myself, but also talk to her, like, because ain't nobody playing with you. Fuck is you talking about? No, I don't think I want to do this. Like, what the hell? Then she going to say, well, let's just rename the show. No. What, what do you want to rename it to? And she says some shit that made no sense. I'm like, if you don't get out of here, you need to watch more black people on YouTube. Okay. Well, this has been another episode of <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off, but I know you always have stuff to do. If you're looking for me, you can find me at Shonda Nicole One or on uh, ShondaNicole.com, which is back up, or at Shonda Nicole One on Twitter. And wherever I look, you'll find me on the internet. You got jingles. What the fuck? Usually somebody does something that's a jingle musically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't give you no music this week. Maybe next time. Not this week, last time. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you handle it this week. Nah. I had what is that song from Prince? I don't know. Nothing compares to you, a COVID-19 version stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my all right, Joe. All right. You're not going to do Prince with, no, you're not going to do that with Prince. No, you're not. Shall we do rest in peace to Little Richard? Oh, yeah, and Miss Betty Wright. Betty White? No, not Betty White, Betty Wright. (laughs) I just about to say, yeah, yeah. You be getting real nervous when you confuse that H with that R. You mean Big Betty? Golden Girls Betty? Shoo up, shoo up, Betty. No. 
we talk about Betty Wright, the singer, the cleanup woman singer. And also Andre Harrell from Uptown Harrell or something. Yeah, but yeah, he passed as well. And RIP to the big homie Jerry, uh, was it Siller? You know, uh, homie from George Costanza's parents. Jerry Stella. Yeah, I know from Kings what? and Queens. That other white man who died. Was it not Mark Hammond? There was another one? Yeah, it was that white dude. Who's that white dude that died? That's in like every show you ever watch. Oh, the comedic one, something Fred Willard. Yes, that's the white man. Fred what do you mean knowing shit? You knowing the name is a Look at me knowing my Caucasian, because I just read an article about him. Oh. Which is odd, because it's like, I I don't know why I read the article. Should just be, you see, look. Should just be look. look at that. Despite the sign of real life. Is you pregnant again? Who's pregnant? I don't know. I just signed on a, uh, I just signed on to the, the tube of views. I mean, Instagrams. Oh, okay, it was a birthday. I was about to say. Apparently, she ain't allowed to know her birthday. But with oh, wait, her, no, she's I'm lying, she's pregnant. What the hell? Yo, everybody is pregnant these days. Everybody's pregnant or just getting married. I'm feeling left out. I don't like that shit. I don't want to be pregnant. I don't really feel like being married, but I want something special to celebrate. You just did your 31st birthday not too long ago. That shit was over six months ago. Okay, it's your half birthday time now. No, I need some. I need a run. I need something to celebrate. Something. <sighs> didn't you get? Oh, you didn't get to celebrate your first time on stage. I didn't. I wanted to celebrate it with a second time on stage. Way <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things are going. Who knows when they're gonna really open up? You stuff. feel it? That's yo. I'm going crazy, bro. Cause like, I'm having so much shit. Like. And then it'll be to the point where like I'll just be sitting there smoking and something will hit me or like I'll close my eyes and I'll be like envisioning myself on stage. Mm -hmm. And then like I'll just be quiet. Like I'll sit sit real still so I can hear what I'm saying on stage. But I'll be cracking myself the fuck up. So I start writing that shit down again. And I'm like, bro, low key, I don't know if I want to wait to put these on stage. Like I might just have to kind of just copy and paste them out of my notes and just put them as an essay on my page or something but like I'm getting I'm getting fed up here. I mean yes you can't go to a club but could there be an outdoor thing? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna end up doing this shit to be honest. Well what's your network saying? What they got planned because you know Memorial Day coming up people need to laugh and they keep easing these restrictions. Yeah, but then at the same time, just because they ease them, that don't mean that I fuck with these niggas. Mm-hmm. That do not mean I fuck with these niggas. And when I say that, I mean these white people too. Because I rode up through Maplewood. They outside. Yo, I ain't never seen people that many people outside in Maplewood at the park. I mean, I've seen people out there, but like the way they was out there, you would have thought that it wasn't no COVID, nothing. Like they was out there, out there, no mask. I'm like, yo... I've been riding past this this park for years, and prior to COVID, I've never seen it this flooded. Why is y'all niggas out here? White, because white people be like, oh, wait, you mean we can't get it? Oh, well, nah, fuck it. Let's go outside then. No, nigga, no. 
Well, they don't really have alternatives besides like public spaces like that. White people in Maplewood, they got motherfucking backyards and shit. They don't need to be congregating in the fucking park. You talking like my mother now. Because it's the truth, bro. When I say with so many people out there, and it's just like, I when I see people, a, a lot of people in one spot, I just be like, y'all wonder what the numbers is going to look like when you walk away from here. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like, what's what's these case numbers going to look like? Is these going to go up or what? Like, it's just, I don't They're know. They're going down still. I'm ready for the world to open, but I just feel like there's a great deal of negligence. Oh, we about to have some more deaths. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, like like I seen a uh, somebody had did one of them posts on Facebook. Like it really trips me out how America just decided coronavirus was over. Well, America refuses to pay people to stay home. So, well, it, didn't they say something about a, sec- a second stimulus, pa- a second uh, second stimulus check coming? Nigga, what does twelve hundred dollars do for any fucking body? Not a great deal, but exactly that shit is gone within two weeks. That yeah, is one single it's paycheck. A, little, a little help. That's a little help. Nigga, what the fuck does help do in this area? In the south, twelve hundred can maybe get you far. By oh the- yeah, definitely. No, no, no. Up here, it could pay. You know, um, it could you could put something on your rent. You heard okay. me say. Put, you heard me say put something on. I know, because I was looking at rents and fucking new. Even the projects are fucking expensive now. Yo, somebody was like, because I'd be in all of these like different groups on Facebook and stuff. And um, because you know, we were looking for a house. So I was in one of these house groups, and a dude commented, he was like, Hey yo, what's up with the, with these number blocks charging twenty two hundred for rent? It was twenty two hundred for like a two bedroom or a three bedroom <laughs> on like South 20th or something. It was like one of those blocks. And I, I was just sitting there like, yo, they really trying. They really trying. Like, I mean, and then the, here's my thing, okay? Me being a little, you know, like, I'm a little handsy, okay? So when I see any kind of renovation or whatever, I'm checking to see if it's done, how, you know, how well it's done. Bro, these, these landlords are doing the suckiest renovations on these apartments. I mean, they are just throwing paint over the walls. They're not priming these bitches. They're not sanding. Bro, I was... I was at my friend's house and I was looking. It was like literally because my dad showed me how to do it on the on the ceiling. So now that I know, bro, they had like this piece of tape and then they just painted over the tape. Like, <laughs> like they didn't try to like blend. Like, and I'm like, okay, they doing this. You suck say you my you did not do that. They, they painted over the damn outlets. That's what I'm saying. And it's just like, bro, y'all didn't even try to like make it look like something, something. Y'all just put some new paint up here and, you know, slap some new appliances. Like the appliances all crooked and shit in the outlets and whatnot. You, you're just sitting there like, bro, this don't even look safe. But you want me to pay 2200 for this? Why? Because you put down new tile? That tile costs $50 at Home Depot. I'm paying an extra 1200 because you put down $50 tile? Bitch, you better have a several fucking seats, bro. Like that's that's pretty much where we at with it in Newark. And I mean, it's some people points to points to the white part of the hand. It's some people who are willing to pay that because they trying to get come over from New York and be closer to the city. Fuck all that. City is over. Bro, I'm telling you, I picked up two white women from Prince Street in Newark. Okay. 
-hmm. the same street that when you ride by with somebody grandmama they telling you how everything used to be shot up and oh this was a bad neighborhood all this stuff i picked up two white women blonde hair blue eyes where i was sitting there like and it was in an uber pool so i'm like i was them two and then there was a dude so i'm like all right the dude because it was a stop the last stop was maplewood like going up toward maplewood and i was coming from like downtown north and so the first stop was Prince Street. So I'm like, well, all right, I must be dropping this nigga off. I hit the block. I start spinning, pulling up to the address. I'm like, I can't see the numbers on the houses, but am I close? He looking at me like, the fuck is you talking about? She's like, right here's fine. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You live over here, bro? And in my head, I'm like, are you just coming to buy drugs? Or like, you live here, live here? <laughs> Gentrification is real, bro. It's real. Like, you live here, live here. It's a white woman on my block. I was shocked as hell. Fucked around and picked her up in an Uber, too. And I'm like, I'm thinking, like, first of all, I thought it was a black woman that's going to ride out, pull out. She walked out the house. I'm like, is she coming in here? She got in the Uber. I'm like, oh, shit. Took her to the train station. We was in there talking. I'm just sitting there like, my, that's it. My neighborhood's gone. That's it. Because once one come, and then sure enough, shortly after, what happened? Quarantine hit. And when quarantine hit, what happened? All them little white people... All that free time, come jogging from South Orange, fluttering through my neighborhood, looking for uh for sale houses. Fuck out of here! I told you, uh, uh-uh. ain't no ain't no three wheel uh jogging strollers coming this way. Nope. Mm-mm. You get a good old school Graco. You don't get no Eddie Bauer shit. I'm sorry. I'm just Who's Eddie Bauer. Okay, so I don't know. Who Eddie Bauer is, but apparently he makes the um special shit. Like, all right, so I had a I had two Eddie Bauer edition trucks. <laughs> I had um I had two Ford Explorers and they were Eddie Bauer edition, which means that they were like limited edition, they were special, you know. I I don't really know what special features they had, but they were special. And then um like I know Eddie Bauer makes like strollers and shit, but they're like really like uppity special strollers. I don't know if they still are, but you know, they're like, you know, they're like Jeep of strollers. That sounds familiar. That's a good question. Who the fuck is Eddie Bauer? I wonder when I was hanging with that girl or Seth or she was on. I don't know. We are getting very off track. We are. That's your fault. Why it gotta be my fault? Because you just over there, you know. Oh, he was an outdoorsman. The more you know. Yeah, he was an outdoorsman from the late 1800s. That's all I needed to know. But yeah, him. Didn't we say our goodbyes already? We said our goodbyes. We said our websites, our handles. I'm telling you, man. It's so just... How are we still on this thing? What is going on? <laughs> is that how we going to end this? Why am I still on this thing? What's, what's going on? on? Well, what's going on? Ooh, look at a different part of the room. Oh, don't look at any part of the room. It's messy <laughs> over there. It's not messy, but it's like three blankets on top of a... um on top of a pillow with my jacket that I just took off, slung over it. So it looks messy. looks really messy, but nice. Okay, like my place is the cleanest thing. Well, I only see one wall 
and sixteenth uh, of the screen. So yeah. I mean, I can move the camera if you want me to. Yeah, no, I'm good. Look, we still. Why are we still on this thing, bro? Go. <laughs> prepared for work or something. I work from home, so all I do in the morning is take my mom to work and then get on the computer all day. I mean, it's pretty much your life. It's a sad thing that you say that, and it's also sad that it's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Not funny. It makes me sad. If I had any tears left to cry, I would. I think I'm going to go smoke some weed and play 2048. What is 2048? Basically, it's me and AJ. I call it, we call it numbers. Um, I'll be teaching her how to play all the fun game. Well, all of the, the, the shit that, be, you know, you play a game that keeps your mind. Like I like to do things while I be in deep thought. So it's one of those games. So like I show her how to play Mahjong. So she likes to play Mahjong when it's time to relax and numbers like, so it's like the little pegboard where you move the numbers around. But when you clash the two numbers together, there's two of the same numbers together, it doubles. And the goal is to try to make 2048. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 a I'm a puzzles girl, so I like word puzzles and number puzzles. I know that's what helps me think better. Mm. That's how I came up with all my all that well all of the YouTube ideas that I had after she gave me her little layout. Just be sitting there swiping, listening to uh podcasts and being deep in thought, and I get inspired. I mean, you may be at the point where you could do your set on YouTube. I don't want to. Everybody keeps saying stuff like that, bro. I want the energy of the crowd. I want to feed off of the other people. I don't give a fuck about making people at home laugh. Like, I want my shit right now. Give me my chuckles right now. I don't want to wait till tomorrow or three days later for people to see it, then decide to give me a couple chuckles. Nah, I need instant chuck. I need to deliver a punch in here. <laughs> right in and there. Well, are you looking into places that's doing outdoor events so you can get your chuckles? No, I ain't looking at nothing because it's not safe. But I'm not jumping out there to get the first batch of air. No. Once I start seeing the numbers go down more, like I'm not even going to say down more because I haven't really been checking the numbers, but they're still pretty high. They're, still pretty high for my liking in my in my area like i think they said there was like i think it was it 600 or a thousand i think it was like six something cases in my zip code yeah yeah so nah i'm not in a rush to be out here trying to make trying to move around I'm the type of person, I got to let the dust settle first, then I make my move. Right now, it's still real dusty out, so I'm just going to be trying to navigate through shit where it's like, don't nobody know what's going on. I'm going to let the dust settle, and then I'm going to see what's what, and then I'll start moving around. So, like, August, September then? I mean, if that's what it calls for. I, I Listen, I can't tell jokes if I'm dead, bro. I mean, people could do a roast and they can tell your jokes. No. Mm-mm. No, because can't nobody going to do it like me. Mm-mm. Nope. Fuck all of that. Nope. 
Now, if you want me to write for you, that's fine. But you're not going to take my shit that I wrote. No. You're not going to do me. Because ain't nobody going to do me like I'm going to do me. Because when I do me, I get it done. Pause? If you think it needs one. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, we got to fucking click off of here, yo. Say goodbye to me, bro. <laughs> that is so nice seeing you. <laughs> Until we meet again. Farewell, my friend. Bye.